Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Understarters Orders podcast. Look at them all cringing at me in the background there. Cringing at me, aren't we there? Andy, Declan, Stephen, all cringing at me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks yeah. for that. And here's me with the shades. They're coming on very soon. Don't you worry about that. How are we doing, boys? Declan, how are you? Yeah, all good. All good. Fresh as a yeah. daisy. 20 yeah. days off the drink. Ah, oh, come on. Where's the sparkling water? Get it shown up. Come on. Yeah, we're trying that was a hundred to a hundred to one on that that was coming on tonight i just made myself a pound there uh, andy how are you other than needing a haircut i'm pretty well yeah, um yeah one. yeah i need one i meant to get down this week it hasn't happened yet but look um but we'll we'll make it work we'll go tomorrow and we'll do the racing first oh, oh okay where'd you go for your haircut uh, just around the corner just around the corner. That sounds like a good bar. I get my mum to do it. Ah, uh, I get my <laughs> mum to do it, man. Ah, Stephen, how are you, bud? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Three days in on the OJ and it's um, finding it tough. I'm all right, I'm all right, Declan. <laughs> missing the OJ, man. Come on, Declan, get the OJ man back out. I'm missing him. Oh, I've done for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ah. <laughs> What a fantastic weekend, and the clash is on. The clash is on. We are ready. What's the big clash this weekend? Shishkin versus First Flow. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Ryan Pagoy versus Remastered. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in due course, but let's start this week's podcast anyway, boys. We're going to start with... Uh, we're going to go to Ascot for the 255 handicap chairs first. Um, right, let's look at the betting on this. We've got Palmer's Hill, who's in the form of its life so far at three to one. He's at the top of the market there. Uh, Fanny and Destraval, who bounced back last time at five to one. Killer Clown for Emma and Tom. Uh, they're at six to one. Phoenix Way is also at six to one. And Morden Way is eight to one with Golden Whiskey, also at the same price. Nine to one for Night of Dubai. And Larry, hats off to Larry, is 14 to one. Uh, Boys, where do we fancy here? I'll go to Steve first, seeing as you're a local boy to Ascot. First thing I saw this race, first thought was, uh, where's Regal Encore and Regal Jerry's Encore, back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry ran in um, didn't he, Jerry? They always ran in these races, didn't they? Going back yeah. over the years. Um, I think Regal Encore is about 14 now. Has he retired or? No. He's not even he ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what we got? Um, Fan Industrial, I suppose, is the first port of call. Um, his form was pretty solid. I sort of looked at the best of his form was pretty much going left-handed. So I was trying to find, trying to find a few negatives because of the weight he was carrying. But um, he's not one game right-handed, but he's pretty. He was third in last year's, fourth in last year's Clarence Air. So you can't really say as a negative that he's not one that way. It's just happened that his best runs have been around Newbury, and he was. Uh, I think he was even fifth in last year's. Um, uh, Ryanair wasn't he? So, um, and he was like the fourth last year. He was only seven lengths behind Politolog and two lengths behind Waiting Patiently. So, it's definitely not going to be a negative in going around here. Uh, the seven pound off is also a big help. Um, Palmerzil, uh, he's only a free chases for a nine-year-old. He's, he's looked quite progressive this year. I'm not sure why he did try it a couple of years ago, but it didn't really kick off. He finished ninth in last year's Coral Cup and seems to have come back and improved animal this year with his two chases. But um, he looks decent enough. And he beat Diego de Charmel last time, which is 
which is a pretty good yardstick by all means. He definitely looks on the upgrade to me. But um, Larry knows his way around there. He's won a couple of times. He's one of them funny sort of animals. He can get himself a bit detached, but on a, on a going day, he's very capable. Um, he's sort of a rag of the field, isn't he? He's about 14. But um, Golden Whiskey as well. Evan Williams, I think he always take note when he brings one. If he, if he runs one at Ascot Sandown or anywhere south, You've got to take note, and he's, he's got a low weight. He won well at Chepstow last time, but um, Phoenix, what I don't fancy. Um, I'm sort of I'm sort of finding it hard to, to get away from Fanny and Destreval. Like he's, he's a five to one shot, and I think I sort of thought he might be favourite, especially with the claim and take making the weights a bit more even, Chris. But mm. I thought he won with a bit in hand last time at Newbury. Yeah, she's a good little uh, jockey, uh, Miss Lucy Turner. She's done, had a few winners for Venetia. Um, Andrew, your thoughts on this one? Admittedly, I, di I didn't know a lot about um, Miss Lucy Turner. I'd have to apologize, Miss Turner, but it's it's a big ride for seven. She's taken seven pounds off. It's a big Saturday handicap. It's I assume it's the biggest um, it's the biggest ride of her career thus far. Um, and Palmer, obviously Palmer's Hill, Phoenix Way in in the field as well. Um, Palmer's Hill. I would have lost. I would have lost a bet really before I looked at seeing that Palmer's Hill only had uh, three chase starts. He's unbeaten over fences this season as well, which is, which is a big, which is a big plus. Even though he's a nine-year-old, he's obviously relatively lightly raced, and you can only assume there might have been a problem on his chase debut last year, and that's why they went back over hurdles with him. He looks really progressive now, uh, go um going into, you know, going into this season. I don't think he's really found his ceiling yet as well in comparison to a, few, a couple of others um, in this field here. I th I do think Phoenix Way has a race of this nature in him. It's just a matter if you really want to trust him. Uh, he's bled in the past. He is very, very capable at making race-ending errors as well. But if with a clear round, I do think that he would be really banged there. Killer Clown as well uh, was a very impressive winner at Wincanton last time out. Um, it's very rare to see a horse travel into a handicap as well as he did. After finishing sixth in an old roan and then at Newbury when he was, um, he was actually ran a little bit below my expectations at Newbury. I thought he'd be much more competitive there. But this is a step up in class now off um, the low one four, uh, mark in the low 140s, which should be still in his grasp. But it is going to be harder. He's well up in class here. Night and Dubai and Golden Whiskey, I think, might have a little bit to find. I don't, I don't see, I, I don't, I think it's Night and Dubai that's that's um going up against Palmer's Hill again, or is it possible? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't think, I, I don't think he's gonna be able to reverse that form. I know Palmer's Hill is a nine-year-old, but he's an eleven-pound swing in the weights. It is an eleven-pound swing, but I think Palmer's Hill was really only getting going the last day. And that's the one I'd be with here. I, I think he's um I think he's a very progressive horse. Two from three over fences. I, I think they're only scratching the kind of surface with him here. Even at the age of nine. Even at the age of nine, like he's only had three chase starts, and he's clearly a better chaser than he is a hurdler. Um, which he only had seven starts over hurdles. This is the eleventh start of his career as a nine-year-old. He's only turned nine as well. Uh, you have Loads to forget. You have to. Shown, yeah, and technically speaking, he is probably an eight-year-old. Um, I'd almost bet the house he hasn't actually celebrated his ninth birthday just yet obviously um the new year's day is when all horses go up in age but i think he went wrong that time when he, when he did make his chase debut a couple of years ago 
I, I rewatched it. it. Like, he just never really seemed at the races, and he did have a nice break after it. And then it was the springtime when he reappeared. And I think Connections just decided to wait and fight another day. And that's why he ended mm. up in the Coral Cup. And he, he ran he ran respectably in the Coral Cup. Now, um, like, if you take Heaven Help Us out of the race, he was banged there um, because they did all finish in a heap bar the winner. Well, he's finished on top um, of Dan Levant and Guard Your Dreams. Both yeah, ex- exactly. So he does. Christmas at Cheltenham race, wasn't it? I think he has a very progressive profile and with a mark of 142 in a race of this nature, this is probably the last time for a long time he's going to carry under 11 stone in a race like this. Um, and that's because of Fanny and Destreval. And I, I'd be quite sweet on him here. He'd be, I think he'd be one of the better bets of the weekend. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he's probably favour. Um, yeah. So I'm not really, I'm not really, you know, that's a great start. I, I, like Declan's probably going to lay into me now and I, I set myself up for it but I, I i think he he did it in a good way last time out and i think um i think he'll take a fair bit of beating here i'll have a good guess at declan's selection in this he'll probably nod and he'll overshare but i'm gonna go i think De- declan's gonna go for golden whiskey here. no it's oh. because you're not my personality is it and my yeah i thought you might be into the alcohol you see yeah yeah well if they've spelled whiskey the wrong way so <laughs> It's not spelled the Irish way, so uh, no, not for me. I, I do. I think he's fairly exposed, and um, so I can't see him. I can't see him improving to win this. Look, Palmer's Hill. I suppose he is the obvious choice, but a lot of horses can start to struggle. A lot of horses at this level can start to struggle when they get into uh, the 140s, unless they're really progressive. And you know, as Andy said, he is a nine-year-old. Um, like he's he's had those two chase wins, but he he's too short for me really, um to to be taking a chance on, um it's his fourth run in the one forties. He 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 is a, he definitely a better chaser. Um, he won a hurdle off one twenty four, uh, and he, he's into the one forties now. A lot of them do like there's even going through this list, you know they get into the one forties and they don't win. They don't win again till till they come back down. Like Killer Clown has found life difficult in the one forties before. He's back in there now. Um Fanny and Destreval is probably the only one like he's probably the best horse in the race, but this is a handicap, so uh, he's he's given plenty of weight away. Uh, he, he is quite consistent and I thought he improved a lot last season. He has one off one point one. Um or did he win off one point one in a handicap or did he get a mark of one point one for No, he, he won a handicap. Yeah, like I, I, he's off one five nine now. It's it's going to be quite difficult. He's, he's given an awful lot of weight away. Um, Armour Denui, he's not only failed to win in the one forties, but he did win the last day. And they just, I just think they struggle when they start to get that high. And um, these races, unless there's something really standing out, it sort of becomes who's torn is at this day. Uh, Funny enough, you know, with the way things went over Christmas and we got a couple of bladers within our, our ex-bladers, like some vegans come out and won, Mahastam um, Akshie, I was I'm totally against horses that burst, but I'm swaying towards giving Phoenix Way a chance, like he was second here the last day, off the same mark, and I think just coming back and trip a little bit, back to two miles five, will suit him a lot better than the last day did, and I'm, I'm willing to give him a chance here. Knight and the boy, 
he's on his way down the weight and he does have an 11 pound swing with Palmer's Hill and I think he 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 also has a chance um, and and Larry wouldn't be out of it and um, he's won here in October definitely not out of it but yeah I'm gonna go against everything I say most weeks and I'm gonna side with Phoenix Way. Phoenix Way for Declan let's just go over the other selections from the two lads on the podcast Andy yourself Phoenix Way has broke my heart a few times um but no, it'd be, it'd be Palmer's Hill for me. I, I think he's um, very very progressive. Palmer's Hill. And Stephen, your selection is, buddy? Fairly industrial for me if he runs to form. Excellent. That brings us on to the big clash of the weekend. The big clash. As Stephen said, it's Shishkin versus first floor. No, kidding. This is where the shades come on, boys. Come on. Here we go. Shishkin versus... Energamine. Let's take that off. That was ridiculous. Absolutely. Tell me never ever to do that again. Anyway, boys. Shishkin versus Energamine. I mean, it's been built. I'm glad I'm just glad they're turning up. I mean, I won't believe it until they actually jump the first fence, I don't think, boys. Um, what do we think? Let's go with you first, Declan. I, I'm deadly serious here. I'm not winding people up. Are these two horses that would be better over four are taking advantage of a weak division? Like, people, I've seen people, you know, compare this to the clash of Moscow Flyer, Well Chief and Azertia. I don't know. Like, it, it, look, we're going to find out a lot here, and I don't know how they're going to find out who's the best or who's the worst because they're, they're clearly the two best horses in the race, and, you know, they're clearly the, the two best two moilers around, or they're better than the rest of the two moilers. But I just can't help feel if things were different, we would have seen these two horses run over for their last season. I really believe if MVLN was targeted at the Arkle, Shishkin would have stepped up and tripped, and he could be going for the Gold Cup this year. And I just really look, the horse is very, very powerful, and he stares so well. But, like, do, it, it, does this flat spot exist? He, he seems to hit it. Like, he's hit it at Kempton twice now. Like, two-milers don't really... I, 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 you know, it's, we've been dying for this race, and I don't really want to be running it down too much, but I don't like the overhype either. I think the division is quite weak. And I don't think... I'm not sure if either of those two would, would have been in the front to first three in that. Tingle Creek in 2005. Um, and I, I think you just... I, don't, I think the two would be better on before that. I remember bringing up an argument. He'd won his, his beginner's chase over two and a half miles at Gowden. And, you know, he looked like he'd keep galloping and on further. I don't know how, you know, blisteringly quick they, they both are. And I still think Shaq and Porsois is faster than them. Uh, but look... This, this is the race the weekend, and it is quite an explosive race because, you know, it's something we've all been looking for. And for me, the selection, you know, they're both they're both multiple grade one winners, and they've both beaten grade one winners. And the selection for me comes down to, I think there's very little between them, but it comes down to Energamin being a much more backable price than Shishkin, either having them much closer in the market. The two of them have done... The, the, 
they, they haven't done an awful lot wrong, but they haven't proved an awful lot either. Like, they haven't, I'm not, they've both beaten Franco de Port. I'm not sure where else they've really beaten. I know she's can be Grenatine the last day, but like, would he have ran in that Tingle Creek in 2005? No, I, he wouldn't. No, you're right. Is, is not quite there at the moment. And we're grasping our straws, really, when, you know, the three mile division is proper at the moment, you know, and there's more, you know, even there's Gavin stepping in there now. Um, and I just think we're, we, we're kind of making too much out of this now because of how weak the division is. And look, uh, you know, first Lowe's in there as well. He won this last year and he's won the Peterborough Chase. But I suppose he was well beaten the Queen Mother and at Punchestown. And <coughs> that probably shows how much he's off it. And, and really, it, I think if he, I, I don't think he's up to, to the two others, to, to Shishkin and Eregwin. The Miller goal is, is totally out of it. Um, he's going to pick up some prize money. But look, it, I, I don't want to be knocking the race too much because I know lots of people are excited and they hope they turn up. But I just think the division is, is poor. Um, and, and the race is probably overhyped. I can't really decide between them, but I would be siding with an argument because there's so little between them, and he, he's a much bigger price. Thanks he's not much bigger than that guy. Well, what, what, what price is he now? Either 11, 11 to 8. It's just, they really, really are levelling up. Mm, lovely, lovely. That, well, that's my sunglasses going out the window because that spiel I gave me a big Declan really pissed on my fire, so never mind. <laughs> um, right, Andy, come on. Your dad's been commenting in the comments there. Your dad's put up the they're the best two-mile chasers, but both likely better over further. Just like the current champion hurdler, Andy responding to your dad? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I'll even have it, but <laughs> it's... He is right, I suppose, in a way. It's... Maybe it's maybe it's the whole fascination on the whole point to point scene that just the two mile, the two mile scene with hurdles, and in chases, is suffering a little bit. Um, it it's probably not beyond the realms of possibility possibility to say that at this stage, it is a division that's kind of struggled. I still think these two horses serve up a, a phenomenal race at two miles. I think they'd serve up a phenomenal race at two and a half miles. And I think they'd serve up a phenomenal race at three miles. If you gave me a bet in the Gold Cup and you said to me that Shishkin is a definite runner, I'd probably back Shishkin. I, I genuinely think he'd absolutely... I, he, he'd put it right up there. He put like He's basically... We saw what Aplutar did last year. Now, Aplutar obviously... We are, yeah, sizing John. Um, it, it's just a pity that the best two miler around is pos possibly better over three miles because sizing John kept bumping into Duvan, and Jesse mm -hmm. said, "F this, we're going up and trip." And look what he did. He won. <laughs> he won the Irish Gold Cup. He won the Gold Cup and won the Punchestown Gold Cup. And that's not going to be done again for years because, well, look what it did to sizing John. That's probably like we never really saw him again after that. I know he ran a few times, but he never even came close to matching that again. It's it, it is a pity, but look, we just have to take it for what it worth what it's worth. It's still an absolutely phenomenal race. It's a great match. Um clash of the season is you could you could argue that, but I was more I was probably more excited over the John Durkin than I was over this. Um 
I, I thought that John Durkin lineup was absolutely stellar. This is an absolute stellar race as well. Um, on a, on a side note, I, I might have the over-unders at about 12 lengths. How far will a Moolah Gold be behind after <laughs> after a half mile? Because he is a hold-up horse, and there's yeah. not a bloom and chance he's going to be able to go this pace. Um, I'll set Let's the just over- cheer on a Moolah Gold. Come on. I'll- Come on, a Moolah Gold. I'll set the over-unders. If anybody's in the comments, I'll set the over-unders to 11 and a half lengths uh, for, for between four to six furlongs. So um, you can have your pick there. Um, for my selection on the race, I'm probably going to be siding with Shishkin. And it's not because I think Shishkin's a better horse. Um, that's obviously still open for debate. And the market, obviously, as Steve said, 11 to 8, 8 to 11, it's kind of showing that. The reason I'm going with Shishkin really is because Energamine had an absolute brutal prep. That hilly way was run at a ferocious pace. We saw what happened to Notebook. Notebook's a genuine 160 horse. He's probably not a grade one horse, but he'd he'd put it up to grade one chasers without winning. He'd win a grade two, he'd win a grade three. He's an admirable servant. He's a good horse. He, he finished tailed off at Cork because he tried to go with an Ergamine. And an Ergamine got tired. Um, now, he was able to hold off Daily Tiger. He was able to hold off Sizing Potsy. So two horses He's, from that race have won over Hordy's race in the Andy. They have. Sizing Potsy tailed off, though, in, in Leopardstown. Um, now, the yard might have been in form. They, they I haven't thought, had a winner since October. Yeah. Well, they had actually Autumn Evening won last weekend, but oh, they, yeah, they, were, yeah, they were struggling. But, but they, they, the cashback has won. Cashback has won. Yeah, and Daily Tiger. They won weak races, but they did win. Um I I don't I think if you put them I suppose they did. They did win condition races, but I, I'd be willing to bet that Willie Mullins wouldn't have wanted an argument to have as tough a race as he did. It is in the back of my mind. I think it's why they skipped Christmas. I know Shotgun Persuade was in the race and he was a non runner. Um I think the option was there for an Ergamine. I know, you know, he jumped a little bit right at Leopardstown. I don't think it was noticeable enough to stop him from running at Leopardstown over Christmas. And for that reason, I do think Shishkin will have the advantage on on Saturday here. Um, now, that's not to say I think the form could be reversed at uh, Cheltenham with either an Ergamine or Shotgun Persuade. Um, but for me, I would be with Shishkin on Saturday to win. Would I be backing him? No. I'd just be there at my little horse racing flag, just happy for the sport that we're getting a good clash. But um, it's going to be a great race. I think Shishkin will win. But I just hope it's a home dinger. I hope they pull 25 lengths clear first flow. I hope it's an absolute dinger. Um, and I hope we get a round two in March because that's what racing needs. It needs a series. Like, remember last year with I've this gone, I know I'm kind of going on a bit, but Paisley Park versus um, Paisley Park and uh, bail me out here to Philip Hobbs, Philip Hobbs horse, uh, Time Hill. Um, like that was great. We had, we had the long distance hurdle. Then we had the, the long walk hurdle. Um, and, and that, I just, I thought that was great for racing. I'd love a, a proper, you know, first round Clarence House, second round Cheltenham, third round they both go to Aintree. It'd be great if they're one apiece after Ascot and, and run over that trip and run over. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just love them to, to butt each other in the head. And if, if racing could get that, it, it would be something that the public would eventually latch on to. 
Um, yeah, it would be great. Especially if they traded punches at Ascot and Cheltenham and went on to Aintree. It would be absolutely phenomenal. The only hope of that happening is if, if Shishkin wins. If Shishkin is beaten, unfortunately, the, 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 the excuse book comes out. And we'll hear every excuse under the sun. We all see Shishkin again this season. Yeah. Tillow makes a good uh, makes a good comment though. Uh is he, is Towning gonna get a little bit cute with his ride? Well, I know he'll just he'll just quite in front, would he not? You pulled a screw when he hit the flat spot, isn't it? If you want to be Shishkin, if this flat spot exists, I know I don't know where it is it's a flat spot or Nico's oh. doing something, I don't know what he's doing. But he looks like he gets pushed along in the middle of these two mile races when they start to quicken and if you know if you're Paul Townend, that's when you turn the screw and that's when you quicken away. Especially if an argument's not going to hit that flat spot and we know he's, he's going to get further, um, you, you can do it then. And while Shishkin would be staying on, he's probably beaten. You've taken too much out of him at that stage. So, mm. you know, he, he will stay Shishkin. So, so there's no point in winding this up slowly. You know, he, he it's not like... You, you don't know, want to get motoring, do you? No. no. Well, look, the, the two of them are going to stay really, really well. They, yeah, they well, can yeah. have a proper go at it. Like, do you think you know, I, oh, the, like, lead in, or do you think because first flow is definitely going to lead? Do you think will, will he, he won't be able? able he won't be able to take. He won't take an argument along. No, he could. He couldn't take Shackenburst. He, he couldn't take Shackenburst. He couldn't take Shackenburst. No, you're right. He couldn't take Shackenburst while along at punches down. No. And, and, and now we know later in the season, but yeah, no, he could like but Shaq and Pursois was was when Shaq and Pursois is at full tilt, <clears> he's <throat> the best two miler around, I think. He's a proper two miler. Whereas these are arguably you you know, you, they're in the argument to be the best two milers around. And, and I agree with what Tommy said, you know, they'll be better off a further, but you know, they're angry to see <coughs> around. But that says more about the division than the horses, in my opinion. And and that's what we really need to. That's what it really reflects on. We're absolutely starved in this division, and that's why these are getting hyped up so much. And they they probably should be running over for them, but they're not to take advantage of this. I I don't think. I don't it's think it's not going to change. Either. No, it's not going to change the way it's going. And and Tommy's right about um, honeysuckle. You know. What does that say about the champion hurdle division? We only said this recently, where the point to pointer. Like, sure, we're not we're not even covering the trial of Haydock. No, <laughs> that's how bad the division is. <laughs> can't be, can Do they you not, want to come? Could they not give no. that some bookies name this week? No, <laughs> for this year, just name it after some bookie. Every other race is instead of calling it. Still this half so. uh, Yeah, Steve, let's come to you, buddy. Um, your thoughts because you've just mentioned uh, that you think first floor is going to lead. I think the boys have both covered it great. I just, I just think it's, I think tactics are probably everything in this race. It's not a, it's not a race I want to probably have a bet in. I, I did the boys will say like last week. I did, I thought first flow was each way still last Sunday, but purely because I thought the race would cut up. But um, I do think he's been a little bit under underestimated, but because. Obviously, Nergamine's beat everything put in front of him. You can't question that he's he's not missed anything in Ireland and everything that was there. He's he's put in his place. But Shishkin, whether you whether you, you knock it or not, he can only beat what's put in front of him. I know Nicky's missed a few targets, but I just think the race comes down to tactics. And like you say, if you if it is a flat spot, or whether it's just whether it's 
Nico being ungainly and looking like he's in a bit of trouble. Maybe he's not. You just don't know, do you? But Energa means a strong traveller. He's got plenty of speed. If you, it's all about tactics. If it's slow, I can see Energa mean winning. If it's if it's quick and they get going early, I can just see Shishkin just seems to slip into gears and just I can see him powering away with it. But this just is something they both get to the starting line anyway. So that's, that's the main thing, isn't it? But it's a shame there's no more in them to, to, to challenge him. But I, 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 think, I fancy Shishkin. Let's build it up for what it is this weekend, just like Richie's mentioned here. Let's build it up. Let's take the, the race for what it is. Let's forget about March. Let's focus on the race also, this forget weekend. About them, forget about what we think about trips. They're, they are, it is what it is. They're there. Whether there's nothing else, it doesn't matter. We've got to. We gotta get on with it, you know what I mean? So no, yeah. yeah. Oh, and if, if you didn't want to step up, they'd both be in love with a Ryanair, which you'd also whinge about. So oh the grey <laughs> H. I I I've I've never thought either of these horses were two miters. And and I'm just making the point. Like we're here mm. to discuss racing and you know, it's not all it's not all bunnies and flowers, the the division week is pissed. And so is the Hordle division at this point. Yeah, show. I agree. But that's why I've got to get up with it. It has to be said, because you cannot have these horses compared to Spinter Sackers or Moscow Flyers. You just no, can't. No. Like, yeah. and, and that's what it's being built up to be. And I'm, I'm sorry, really, but they're, they're, the two of them are probably... The, well, the, they're the best of the round at the moment. They're not what the best two winners should be, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. It's not, it's not, it's not an dirty up. Must go fast, more of a surname. No, it's, it's but where were they finishing that race? What they well, wouldn't, that was a when that race years, hot enough, they wouldn't be able, they wouldn't have the speed to go with them. They've plenty of pace, the two horses, they have loads and loads of pace, and they stay very well and they travel travel better than anything in the division. But if but, it was they're a not prop, really traveling, I don't think they'd have <laughs> the speed of Chacan Courcois. Well, they have the pace. I said after entry last year, I wouldn't be too keen to be on Shishkin again because he struggled home and even like the long absences, they just they play with your mind, didn't they? Well, even last year's nearly got to him, didn't he? Like he was, yeah, even, even last year's Arkle, you couldn't get excited about it because all mankind and Captain Guinness went off like a pair of scolded cats. He just couldn't, you can't take the form for anything, can you? It just it just picked him off. It was pretty much like footpad with Petty Mouchoir and the one that went off. Like maniacs that year, you know. But mm. selections, then, boys. Big race this weekend. Selections. Let's get the shades back on. Come on, shades are on. Hit them for shades after that. Come on, yeah. I'm, come on, I'm, I'm building. I'm keeping um, the vibe going. Keeping the vibe going, Declan. Let's go. Yeah. Look, I, you know what? I just want to echo what Andy says. I hope we do get to see them again. And you know, I, I, I would love a trilogy. You know, to, to build. Be unbelievable. Yeah, be great. It, it and I hope you know what we what we don't see enough of is somebody going okay we got beat fair and square that day but the next day on a different track under different conditions we're going to change our tactics and we're going to have a go again we don't see enough of that anymore um everyone's just too afraid to lose but yeah for me at the prices I'm not going to have a bet but I, I'll side for an argument because he's more back to the price for me than than Shishkin is but there's nothing between them. And we're going to get an answer. We're going to get a crack. Yeah, that's cool, you know, uh, and then we'll, hopefully we get to see another match going forward. Yeah, 100%. Right, um, Stephen, yourself? Just like it's a great race. I just sort yeah. of edge, edge with uh, Shishkin. 
Yeah. And uh, Andrew. Yeah, Shishkin. Shishkin. Right, let's take these glasses off because we're coming back up to the north now, Jesus Christ. After all of that, we're coming up to the Supreme Trial now, which is at Haydock Park at the 125 on Saturday. Yep, we're back at Haydock yet again. Um, Jean Bon is the 49 favourite for this race. Um, impressive. Very impressive. Um, in his last two starts, anyway. Um, Mai Tai is 11-2. Richmond Lake is at 9s. Donny Boy, who... Somebody's back in at 20 to 1. Lebowski has been quite impressive for Michael Scudamore. I've been impressed with, with that horse. Uh, Picard and Nelson round out the field here. Uh, Stephen, do you make this as John Bond like, just a smash and grab job? Uh, yes and no. It's, it's my lemon. It's, it's sort of it's such a reputation even before he set foot on a public race course. It's sort of. You sort of have your opinions long before, don't you? You know, and your reputation sort of go up in the air. And then you, it's good that we sort of got deck and it sort of bring you back down to earth with not being getting excited about price tags and and yards, you know, because it's true, isn't it? You know, but he's come with a reputation. He's sort of we've seen him trust on the track. He's looked he's looked pretty good, hasn't he? You know, um, or sort of this meeting normally it comes up a bit of a quagmire, doesn't it? But. Uh, Mm, you sort of said yeah. there. You said they're having a bit of a bit of an Indian summer up there. So I'm sort of normally I'd be. You've seen some good horses get beaten this race as well, haven't we? And, um, this is a day when uh, what's the Twist and Davis horses to win the the thingy every year, didn't they? The new one, the new one, yeah, yeah. But in this race, you get like three or four runners every year. You're something quite short and always get turned over. But I don't know. Like, I'm, is he even going to run against Constitution Hill? What do you think? Oh, definitely going to split them up, surely. Mm, I'm undecided. I think he probably should, but I mean, why, they, why will, not, they will why be not? They, they will be split up 100%. Mm. Yeah. They absolutely, right, like, like people do, you know, agree with different like, ownerships. Why not? But we've been very lucky this season in terms of horses being ruled out through injury. Now, maybe it's because the ground has been quicker and a lot of horses have had conservative campaigns, but. In comparison to other years, remember the year I think it was Larish Berg was favourite for the Arkle and it was absolute carnage. Like and, oh. he, and he he ran he ran in February. Don't I can't believe that they're saying that next week everything's going to be out injured. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, <laughs> it's coming. It's, it's <laughs> and about two weeks, everything yeah. is out. Everything like, is out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this, isn't it? <laughs> it's only January, it man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, I shouldn't well, have said that. Sorry, the, Steve. The, the reach for no, that's right, that's right. Town in February, and it was only after that. It was. It might have been March when he got the pull. It's the DRF. Yeah, awful yeah. race, awful, awful year for novice. Anyway, look, we're getting away from it. Stay. Yeah, no, but I think like you said about the, you said about the grand months ago, you guys didn't you? It's all coming, sort of coming to fruition, isn't it? Mm. The horses being held up, but yeah, no, um. He's two to five. The ground isn't a quagmire, so he hasn't got that to sort of disrupt him. The second best in my eye, he he, he got thrashed by Constitution Hill last time. The time before mm. that, he beat uh, an horse called Thunder Rock, who incidentally beat Cobbler's Dream, who won the Lanzarote last week. Have I got that right? I think he did, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. So the form's quite strong there. Um, Richmond Lake's a nine-to-one shot. He, he was at Liverpool when we was there. He got beat. He, set a, he goes off He's got his own ideas about the game. He sort of goes off very quickly. He's a really proper Trevor Emmings type, you know. It'd be a good chaser next year. But he, um, 
he goes off quick and he sort of sustains it. But that day when we was at Liverpool, it was so soft. He, he got really tired and he sort of idled a bit and he sort of fought back at the end. And he's, mm. he's since run over two and a half miles. So there won't be no stamina doubts with him. And I think he'll make it a real test. But um, of the rest, I don't know as much. I know Andy, Andy's got one he wants to touch on, I think, uh, which his dad right. likes. But for me, um, <laughs> for me, I'd, I'd, the favourite's got to be winning, Chris. Yeah. Let's go to you next, Andy. Um, I'm going to talk about the one that your dad fancies. Yeah, uh, before I do, I'll, I'll do another overs and unders because it was a Moolah Gold behind by, what, detached by a dozen lengths in, in the Clarence House. Uh, so this one is going to be the first furlong. Um, I'm going to put the over <laughs> under at 25 seconds to see if they sit at the start again. Because like, usually there's, um, what I'm starting to christen it is John Bond syndrome, is when they just they sit at the start line for for about an hour before they decide to start running. <laughs> but, um, so I'll, I'll set the I'll set the over under at, at twenty five seconds there, um, and and see if any of these will take uh, be good enough to take us along. Um, look to start off. I I don't believe for a second that my eye is a one hundred and thirty five rated horse. Um, if he was mine, I'd I'd probably be saying to Harry here, just get him over a fence, uh, get get him handicapped, please, uh, for the love of God. But um. Look, Constitution Hill obviously is a very talented horse. I don't think the substance of my eyes form has him as a mid-130s horse. Maybe that's me being a little cynical, but it's 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 a hard sell for me, to be to be brutally honest with you. Constitution Hill, the day he beat my eye, was having his first run. Very, very impressive. Um, John Bond is going to have to give him weight. It will be... People mightn't take the weight into equation, it's it's really really important though. Uh, giving away five pounds, even if you're a much superior horse, it's still no easy task. And only to go. Yeah, well, really, really... gave them Constitution Hill three pounds. They gave them, yeah. So there's a there is a big there is a big change. So if if John Bon only goes and beats my eye, let's say like I'm not saying only, but let's say he beats him eight lengths and not a dozen lengths, people might say, oh well, Constitution Hill is he was more impressive. The weight is very important here. Um, it gets overlooked time and time and time again. And it, it it's worth just keeping an eye on it. Um but as I said, I don't think my eye will even be second here. I think he's it's probably I don't think it maybe it's not fair to say, but I think he's a little bit more exposed than a few of these. Uh Lebowski comes here unbeaten this season. Uh Donny Boy, who I'll touch on in a minute, comes here unbeaten. Richmond Lake, um, who Steve said is a little bit of a headbanger, so maybe they will cover the first furlong and under an hour. Um <laughs> with, with him going off, which would be good. It's it's a neat little race, but John Bond is a long, long way clear on the figures, but he's been by far the most highly tried of these, which is also worth noting. Uh, the, the one my old man was, was loving was Donny Boy, um, who won a Dromahane point, which is one of the more kind of prolific point-to-point circuits in the, in Ireland. Usually, the, you know, there's been some good horses that, that have won around Dromahane. Um, I assume he was privately sold. He was picked up for 32,000 as a three-year-old. Um, Winners of a four-year-old Dramahane point don't sell for thirty-two thousand. So I, I would assume that he sold for quite a um a fair packet, possibly privately. Now, under rules, he's won at Kelso and he's won at Newcastle, and he hasn't really had to come out of second gear. He he got a slap down the shoulder at Newcastle and readily came away. Usually, horses with this type of profile are a single-figure price because people see it and think oh machine what an absolute weapon you know you, you yourself the little emoji of a, an airplane or something yeah 
maybe because this is Nick Alexander and it's up north, it's a little bit more under the radar. They're very rarely a double figure price though. Um, and he probably does represent a little bit of each way value. You don't know what you're getting, but at the same time, you what you, what you're getting could be a lot more than what he's already shown, and you're getting a price that kind of compensates that. I think, and and that probably does make him an each way bet here. Lebowski has been a big improver this season, and he's a horse I quite like. And I think one twenty. Yeah, I like him. I like Lebowski. I think he, I think one twenty seven. Unlike my eye, might actually underestimate that horse, and I think he is worth watching. Um, I th- but I do think that Donny Boy, even though he's only recorded an RPR of one one eight, if if he wanted to, he probably could have recorded a bigger RPR at Newcastle. And I I think at at the price, he's probably worth taking a chance on each way for a top two finish. For for the record, I don't think any of these get anywhere near John Bond, but I do think it's a race to keep an eye on for the future because every horse can't be a grade one winner but every horse can be a future winner and mm. if you're not getting a, a grade one winner out of this you might find something for the handicaps especially down the line the spring handicaps um your cheltenham's your airs your aintree and um, you might find a few of these especially if the ground isn't really really testing and i think it's going to be definitely a worth a uh, race worth watching so i think john bond beats donny boy beats lebowski um so there, there's little try cast for you um so that, that's what i'll be going with there thanks very much there andrew can only have a try cast in that race, can't we? Though, well, you can have a try. Well, the two of them are double figure prices, so why not? Yeah, Declan. Um, look, all we've been hearing is, is John Bond v Constitution Hill. Let me in the you know, until um, these are dynamo one last week. I think people had forgotten that was uh, that the Supreme could be quite a deep race and very deep, even better in Ireland than any of those that have been mentioned. For me, John Bond is, from what I've seen, I'd prefer John Bond to Constitution Hill. I think he's been absolutely electric over his hurdles. I, I actually can't believe how well he's hurdled. I, you know, you know, I stuck in the group where he might end up. You know, he'd eventually end up in, <laughs> in the end of a few years after, uh, after barely winning a race and going off favour for a lot of chases, you know, uh, being pulled up in the Paddy Power in November at Cheltenham and, and, and off the end is down. But Jesus Christ, I think he's been absolutely electric. He, he's had to do his own work because nobody wants to take him along. Um, and I'd imagine if he's, you know, maybe nothing's fast enough to take him along. I've just been so impressed with him. I was really, really didn't expect it. Sometimes you just see these horses coming out of the point-to-point field. You know, they go down to their first hurdle, they absolutely balloon it, they get a bit of a fright, they get knocked around, and they just do not take the hurdle in that well. But this fella, he's been so slick. Um, he's been so slick, I'm not sure whether I'd go chase him. You know, he's been really, really good at them. And he should be winning this, and I hope he wins this, and I hope he, he really bashes them. And, you know... Like, he's one who could boost the champion hurdle division next year. But he's mm-hmm. again, you're going a point to pointer. But you know, you say, though, 20 years ago, though, would they have been in the point to point field? They would have won a bumper, probably. And a few people would have just, you know, sold privately to McManus, probably for about a third of the price. Yeah, you know, well, and then, yeah, you would have yeah, never yeah, known yeah. better that he would have got three miles. Yeah, yeah, you're sort of, I suppose, they're. 
but they're being bred for the point to point field now, aren't they? Like it's that's that's it's so sexy that point to point field. Like I don't know whether anyone any of have ever been in the point to point field. It's not very sexy at all. It's just a big field of muck and cold and wet. It's really um, not. Look, I, I I think he's the real deal, and, and he should be winning this. In my eye, you know, he was fourteen lengths off Constitution here, but he did give him three pounds. And as Steve said, he beat Thunder Rock, who has won twice. Um, Richmond Lake stepped up and trip after he was beat at entry, and I think he looks like a real plotter, a real Trevor Hemmings horse, and um, he'll probably be winning handicap chases in a couple of years. Uh, Peter, he was one length off Nappers Hill on his debut. Um, and Nappers Hill was four lengths off John Bond at Ascot. He was beat when he fell at Cheltenham, but I think he could take a step forward. Um, Andy and Tommy's horse, Donny Boy, he, he hasn't, I don't think he's beaten anything, well, I know what Andy's saying, it's more the manner and, and how he's gone about it, um, like, it, it, he's won, he's beaten nothing, but he's done it nicely, his bumper win was the same, the horse he beat in the point to point at Drummond he's won a maiden hurdle, again, beaten nothing, but all those victories were bloodless. Even the horse winning the maiden hurdle, we beat in the point to point. It won by something like thirty lengths. You know that fella was out counting again. Um, it, you know, <laughs> they've all, all been absolutely um, So it, it's it's a really hard one to gauge. Um, if he races something, he might find loads. He, he might, you know, who knows how good he could be, or he just might not be good enough. I can't really decide on. Um, on, on looking through his form, uh, Lebowski. I, I put the picture of the big Lebowski up in the group earlier, and, and that's probably who I think would be next best to John Bond. Like, winners have come from both his races in there and Foss Lass, uh, and, and the others who haven't won have, have ran quite well. Um, he's made the run on once, and he's been taken along once, and he, he's won both races. He looks overpriced to me. He made his debut in Ireland in a bumper and he was second to Hallow Star. Uh, and Hallow Star for Shark Hanlon has won a good few races, you know, won a lot of handicap boards during the summer. And it would be, for me, be Lebowski to follow John Bon Hall. But I, I do think Nelson, he's beaten winners as well. And I just like when horses have beaten winners. Um, and an argument can be made to say he'll outrun his odds. He's about 40 to 1. You probably get bigger if you shop around. Um, I, I'm not sure I could see him finishing ahead of Lebowski, but I think Nelson will, will outrun those big odds. Um, but be, for me, it'd be Lebowski to follow John Bon home. And I just hope John Bon puts on a bit of a show here. Yeah. Lots of substance to Lebowski's form when I was looking before. But you, I agree. I could I could see Lebowski following home. John Bon, so it's Lebowski for me for this one. I've had, that's my first selection of the night, but there we go. Declan, yours is? Uh, look, it's, I suppose it's either, you know, if I was going to advise somebody, it's probably Lebowski each way or, or do the forecast. Yeah, you, you probably can't do a try cast in this. It's, it's a conditions race with. Um, I'd say you could, good enough. I don't think runners? you can do a try cast in a conditions race with eight runners now. Um, Jesus. I think it has, it has to be only seven time. runners now. There's only seven runners. Seven runners. Really? <laughs> every. every Every put every horse into. We'll get on. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get on yeah, to stupid maybe fancy. I, uh, look, it's, you know, it's hard to be tipping horses and in, in in races like this where 
you know, as a potential superstar so short. You know, you want to see John Bond win this, but I think Lebowski be the mm-hmm. one, the most likely to follow him home. And and I think Andy's right. There's lots of attention all is to follow going forward. And you know, the, the ragged field Nelson, I think could uh, definitely outrun those odds and want to keep an eye on. Stephen Yozis. Yeah, I think John Bond. Like Dex said, he's never he's never had anything quick enough to take him on, but. Richmond Lake will do that for him Saturday and let's hope we see something. I think Richmond Lake might actually stay in second as well. Yep. And Andrew? Um, yeah, no, it's hard to see past John Bond, but um, Donny Boy and um, the other boy as well. Um, what, what, I've, I've gone off the race. Lebowski. Uh, Lebowski, yeah. I think Lebowski, like, I'm actually like, you know, it could change the subject. If Lebowski, off 127, I'm kind of surprised they didn't Stick him in the bed for a hurdle, just in case. Uh, get in right at the foot of the weights. But does he qualify? Um, oh, sure, yeah. He, he raced all last year as well. Did he not run over hurdles or anyway? Um... He went to Adrian Wintle and did a few rounds hmm. round Huntington. I think he was. Yeah, no, oh no, he's he's only ran twice over hurdles now. It doesn't matter. Mm, so yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have qualified. So that's unfortunate. Um. No, I, I'll back. I'll, I won't back anything. But uh, John Bond to to either beat um, Donny Boy or Lebowski. Um, since I can't do a tricast, um, Donny Donny Boy will say, I'll, "I'll stick with Tommy. I'll stick with his eye." Go on, Tommy. Right here we go. Next race. Next race is at Haydock as well. It's the Peter Marsh handicap chat. Who's Peter Marsh then, Andrew? Tommy Rose. Was, was he? Was he? Um, no, it, it was the other lad was the Australian Paralympic swimmer, wasn't he? The other mm. lad's the saxophone player. <laughs> ah, I love the saxophone player. They, na- they name the races after anyone. At, uh, it, anyone it, that... who's who is is Stuart Whittle related to Tommy Whittle because it's his 40th birthday on Saturday. Oh. Well, happy birthday, Stuart Whittle. Well, well maybe Stuart Williams. The 310 is Stuart Whittle's 40th birthday handicap holder. Apparently there, I I, oh, googled, yeah. I googled Peter Marsh there. Apparently there was a Peter Marsh on Come Down with me here, um a few years ago. Apparently, that's it. That's him. <laughs> maybe that maybe is it was this dish so good that they named a race after him in Haydock. That's right. That's right. They lapped it up so they decided to <laughs> serve it at Haydock's hospitality areas. So. I should get the voiceover guy to do a commentary, shouldn't I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. Peter Marsh handicap chase and Royal Pagai's back to defend his crown. Uh, um, not going to be as much of a, a slog as it would last year. It looks a mo- bit more of a difficult race. Top of the market, though, at three to one. Empire Steel is at fives there for Sandy Thompson and Brian Hughes is on board, remastered, who just got shouldered by, I think, by the weight last time. Um, is at five to one. Lord de Manil, who want it very soft, is at eights. Kaluki at tens. Lakeview Lad, um, that's an uh, horse's name that Declan doesn't want to hear, isn't it, Deck? Right. Hang on, is that the race that we said way back in the time? That... Yeah, what is the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that was yeah. in the three finches in the many clouds with Calden Doc on it. Thank you, We forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Deck, let's come to you first on this, Peter Marsh, then. Um, Roy Pagoy wins this purely because there's nothing unexposed in here. Um, he can run in grade ones. These are not high-class handicappers. They're taking turns winning. They're not really... None of them are going forward and improving. 
Um, and he's he can run in grade ones. He's running off 163. I think he won it off 156 last year. Nothing mm. should lay a glove on him if he wants to run the Gold Cup again this year. Short and sweet, Declan. I like that. Punchy, punchy. Go on then, Stephen. You were doing a bit of laughing doing that. You know, I, sort of, I was uh, running out of time and I was a bit lazy. <laughs> Declan said you're being lazy with your homework. I just said, I said, why is this, I said, I said this horse was 11 to 10 last year. I said, why is he three to one today? And I said, he's been beaten in a, a bet fair. And it was Declan rightly pointed out he was beaten 22 lengths and the other three were pulled up. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but he's right. But oh, Remaster boy. couldn't win a Tommy Whittle. Um, Empire still fell in a Roland Merrick. Um, God, all these Lord names, Tommy with two, two household names there. Yeah, me. All these Lord northern Dominion names. Lord Dominion absolutely loves Haydock, doesn't he? He's a really good animal around here. But he's like, but he's, he's, he's not a really good animal, Steve. He's, he's a really good animal. Like he's not a really good animal. I'd say he's a small one. This is probably less weight than he's carrying. But like I say, I just, I think the favourites. I think they go off six to four again, wouldn't he? Surely that's a massive price. I was the only other thing I said was that does he need heavy ground? But well, he's running a Haydock, so he's covered. He's got swimming goggles on. Chris said his sunbathing around here at the moment, but it's sunbathing, yeah. Somebody no, it's gonna, it'll be quite holding because it'll be quite holding because the temperature still the gravy and Haydock can go heavy, be grand. Hey, I'll will tell you now. It might be called <laughs> off on. It might actually be called off on Saturday. This there's not there's not. I'm not I'm not joking around with that. We are going well, down. Is to is a band due to frost set to run? If Tom no. Tom's going right. a bit sick. He's not riding it this year. He rode it last year, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Tommy did, yeah. Tommy. Not Tommy Whittle, Tommy Skew. Yeah, so that's speed. He runs in better class races than this. He should be able to lead all the way and not be extended, but I don't know. Yeah, Royal Pagal. Well, that's two for Royal Pagal there. And Andrew. Yeah, um, it's three for Royal Pagal. Um, I, I think it's going to be really, really hard to be here. The only thing I can really see that might be a problem is he did um, sustain a cut to his right hind pastern uh, in the Betfair chase, which might have caused him to miss some time. So he is probably going to turn up here a fresh horse. He's, he's had a little holiday since the Betfair chase. If he can overcome that, um, I don't see anything that really kind of touches him here. I, I have the kind of analogy as the kind of schoolyard bully, you know. Um, he, he'd probably go to his, his his football team with all with all the tough lads. Um, so so your Manella Indos, your Aplutards, and he'd be as quiet as a weasel. And then he gets to to his own little class, or maybe his road, where he has his friends that are two or three years younger than him. And he, he go around fucking, school, he? yeah. He go around, yeah. He, he, kept, kept, he kept back here, and he's he's pushing oh. his weight around. He's the skillyard bully. Give me your lunch money, a little. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. Go up to remaster, just you know, that's yep. it. yeah. And it, it bash the living daylights out of him with his eleven stone twelve or eleven stone ten on his back. Oh god, um, it's like the primary school bully going into high school, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's you. He's held back here. He's bigger and stronger than everyone else. He doesn't have to deal with your Manila Indos in the year up. Uh, so yeah, that's what, that's what Dex said. That's perfect. Yeah, hell back a year. Um, look, he shouldn't have any problem lugging this weight around. He did it last year. Definitely a weaker race last year. Um, Potter's Legend, who's a horse I've time for. I, I quite like Potter's Legend, but very, very exposed horse. Like he's exposed now. He was ex very exposed last year. Um, yeah. I beat him in a hack canter. Um, there's definitely stronger 
opposition this year. But if Royal Pagoy, as Dex said, if he wants to be a Gold Cup horse, he has to be winning this wave into the crowd, you'd imagine. He uh, only off, has to carry 11-10. Exactly. He's no no different to a grade one. Well, um, hey, is the Gold Cup not 11-12? Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, George, sorry, he's not even... He's not, like, lumping. He's not lumping. No, the, the, the Gold Cup's 11-10. Mm. Mm. Is so, it... I think a grade one's over here at 11-12. I think there it could be. It just depends where you look. Because the the Haydock, the Bedford Chase, eleven seven. The Tingle so, Creek is eleven seven as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of um. All our jo- jockeys must be fatter over here. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It's a, probably a HRIVA type of thing. Um, look, I, I would say look. I, I think Royal Pagai be still, even though it's a stronger field this year. He's held his form well in. If you want to compare it to handicap company, and um, like being beaten 64 and a half lengths in a gold cup, or and then 25 and three quarter lengths, or whatever, by a Plutard, still gonna be it's still gonna be pretty rock solid form rocking mm. up to Peter Marsh versus um, you know, your inferior younger classmates that you can just <laughs> steal their lunch money and get all the all the food you want from them. <laughs> Capri Imagine him the communion picture. Arm over the teacher. Yeah. So it's the yeah. bully. It's the schoolyard primary primary schoolyard school bully, bully for, for all yeah. three of the boys there. And this leg tied up behind them. Yeah, Royal Pagay. Royal Pagay. Three to one. Great price. That great price. That I'll I'll we've, got, that. we've got the weatherman. What well, weatherman? Tommy's been. Put me in my place anyway. Six degrees overnight, so hey, doctor, we're okay. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks for that, buddy. Needed the weather report. Good lad. Take that, Chris. Yeah, screw me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Horse and Jockey Hotel chase next at Thurlers on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry. Um, very interesting race, this Alaho. Will, will we see Alaho here? Do you think, Andy Deck? Don't think so. I'd no. be surprised. I, Willie likes, as, as Deck says, Willie likes wasting money on entries. Yeah, and is Fakir oh, going to go to the Fleur de Lys? Fakir um was confirmed to be... Uh, Joseph said he's going to Turles, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he's going to Turles. It's a Fleur de Lys, Chris. Fleur de Lys? I, I said Fleur de Lys. Yeah, Fleur de Lys. Yeah, but we say... We, over here, has, I have an S on it. <laughs> Did you hear my posh voice then when I talked to the children with like that? Oh, right. Take us, take us, lead us on, Declan. Lead us on in this race. Yeah, look, I, I don't think Alaho turns up, but he should, you know, if he t- if he did turn up, he, he should win. Do you know what? You know, imagine if the, the great H Ryder Chase didn't exist. You know, that'd be a gift. This fella, oh. this fella would have to turn up in either the Queen or the Gold Cup, get beat, but he'd be so much more lovable turning up and winning these races. These would he would have to turn up here to win, and it would boost these races no end. And everyone would love him over two and a half miles. He'd be loved that little bit more, mm. but he's skipping them to go to run in this absolute nonsense race at Cheltenham that shouldn't be there. So we're left with Fakir Dudery. Look, he was fourth in the John Dorkin, and it, you know he, he sort of flattered to deceive a bit, hasn't he? Like he's he's been everyone's. Hope this season really now he's still only seven. He did win the Clonmel Oil Chase, but you know, like in the same closer in that John Dorkin. If if Alaho does turn up, which I don't think he'll have to improve, um, 
to, to win this. And I don't see him finding that. I don't see him getting much closer to Allah if he does run. Uh, Franco Depart, he didn't stay in the Savills. He probably had excuses at Punchestown, but he, he's kind of lost his form since that second to an argument. He he definitely hasn't been the same horse since the, the two Leopards, you know, since Leopardstown, the Dublin Race Festival last season. He hasn't been the same horse who ran in, at Christmas and February uh, last year. Battle over Dying, like he gave uh, Envoy Elena race over two miles at Leopardstown. Sizen Potsy, who's also in here, he was out of sight when he fell. And uh, now Andy's already spoken about that that cork race. I, I let Andy get covered out a bit more, but I, I'm not too sure really whether the race was that tough or not. Folks, Saturday will will the weekend will probably answer that for us. Yeah. Um but Jesus, it was a dark one. I don't know what he was doing over two miles. He's never been a two miler. I've always thought he was a three miler. He probably hasn't developed into the horse. I hoped he would be. He's a fabulous jumper, though. He really, really is. He, even yeah, again, he really is. You know, they went at it a fair bit, him and then by Allen. Like, you know. I know it was disappointing to see Envoyle only beating Battle Over Dying like that, but you know, they had a race and it was it was a good race to watch and the two of them jumped well down the back. Um, and he has won at Galway a few starts ago back in the summer. Um and I think he come here comes here with a chance. You know, if it's him and Frack here do their E, I wouldn't be writing Battle Over Dying off. Um no book is an absolute headbanger. He did win the far trade before going to um Cork. He's quite inconsistent though, um, and Andy's probably going to cover him all. He's an absolute lunatic. Got a long head. Sam Pro was last in the Lexus, and you know he's been getting skilled over the uh, over the banks. So <laughs> you know, I, I, there was a funny comment the other day. Good, yeah. it, wasn't it from you're from cruel, Sam Pro. You you always have been. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Definitely the soy and Sam Crow going at it in the in the cross country. Somebody's gonna <laughs> wake up from the comet and think they're watching the Ryanair. Have a nightmare as well for Kira. Daily Tiger. Fakira, he's won Fakira. over and he's been he's been beaten. He's another hell of, he's a yeah, he's a race full of lunatics. <laughs> he's another head case. So he was second to an argument at Cork, but he's he's inconsistent. Few times an old tracker hard on him. You know, he's been around a long, long time. He's actually been an enjoyable enough horse to follow, trained by James Nash. Uh you couldn't really see him putting it up to, to you know, for Kerry or Alaho if he turned up. Alamora was, was second to a well-handicapped horse over hurdles the last day, trained by Gordon Elliott, and Jordan Gatesford actually gave the horse a great ride. Um, he's won a handicap chase before that, but you know, he, he's rated 121. Um, if, if I had to choose, I think he might be getting a... He's a bit of a cliff horse for me as well now, but I you're probably getting a little bit of value about battle over dying. <laughs> <laughs> You on I, the do, do, you think, do you think he wants better? I think he. I always thought he was a good ground horse, and he is. He's running a turless. You know, yeah, you, you yeah. literally you need you need like Noah's Ark tendencies rain to change the ground there. So. <laughs> oh. And they they just run it. There'll be water, yeah. tools of water on the track. They just run. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, 
you remember that year? It was this meeting, I think, on the Thursday, and and they just ran it. Um, yeah, there are the armbands on them, yeah. Running through the legs. Um, look, I don't think he's that far off. He'll he, he put it all together one of these days. He'll win one. Mm. He'll win a good race. And and maybe Andy's right. Maybe he does one top of the ground, but he's a beautiful jumper. And when you're jumping like that, you always have a chance. And he will put it together one of these days. And he's a nice price on Sunday. Hopefully that's the day he puts it together. Thanks, Tech. Nice comments, comment there from Forrestal Tom. Tom Forrestal, I'm going to say the other way around. It's got to be that way around. Anything can happen. Could fall at the first, fall at the last. I live in Thurless. Willie Mullins is a genius, boys. Thanks very much, Tom. We might see it air on Sunday, so. Yep. Look out for Declan if you do get a photograph. He's a bit of a, he's a, bit of a superstar now, Declan. He's getting yeah. photographs taken by. It's all right. his head. he's watching. <laughs> yeah, Tony, if you're watching, put a comment in the... Uh, in the thing, or your, or your wife, what was his wife's name? Anya. Anya. Anya, put a comment in. We want to know if you're watching there, Tommy. Um, right, let's um, go to you, Andrew, next. Uh, I, th I think Tech covered the race pretty well. Um, right, see it, you later, Fernanda. It, it, it's, it's, it's not a bad race. He's dead right, though, about the... Uh, no, I don't want to shit on the Ryanair for the next 15 minutes if we do that on a weekly basis. I, I don't think we need. I think I think I know how much I dislike that. No, race now. no, don't do it. <laughs> um, and it, it's a real, it's unfortunate because it, it, it's actually, it's, it's uncanny how one race can take so much from the national hunt season, whether it's the Ascot chase, the Kinloch Ray, the Gold Cup, the Champion Chase, Aintree, Fairy House. It takes... Yeah, but like, but then you have like, Fautor is probably still rolling in his grave that he had to run in that race. Like that's yeah. how, like, it's, mm. you don't want to... It was exceptional, but like, who remembers who was the, the three time winner that the Ryanair that no one remembers deck? Um, Alberta's run, Alberta's run, Alberta's run. Yeah. he won an RSA <laughs> and three Ryanairs, and nobody remembers his name. If like, if he, if he won an RSA and placed in the Cal Cup, he'd be a festival legend. Hmm. Like, like, the giant bolster is a bigger name than him, yeah. Uh, but anyway, look, we're getting we're getting away from it. Um, All right, I, I, I would just bring on a thing about Cheltenham as if if you call the race by its sponsor, it probably should be removed. But anyway, we'll we'll get back to that later. Um, uh, you know, it is when you think about it, you call it the Arkle, you don't call it the the race and post Arkle. It's the Supreme. It's not the Sky Bet Supreme. But then you have the races like the Ryanair or you know the, the uh, or the Miss Paddy Power novices or the Ma Miss Paddy Power Chase or like yeah the JLT or the Juicing or the Marsh or the fucking Tiddlywinks whatever it's called these days it's not it's registered as the Golden Miller how many people call it the Golden Miller no one calls I, it the Golden I've Miller I've never that's heard anyone problem. call it the Golden exactly. Miller exactly so registered as that but and you know now he was pre war though wasn't he like, it doesn't matter you call it the Golden Miller that's I that's know. the reason like it, the even the Miller. yeah but, but mate, they don't call the Fred Winter the Fred Winter anymore because Boodles complained. And then they got the time of the race move because it wasn't on terrestrial TV. <laughs> it's all about sponsors, like it is. It's unfortunate, but look, we're getting well away from the um, well away. Turles, we're a long, long way away from Turles. We're, we're... They, they took Vincent O'Brien's name off the county hurdle. Yeah, they did. For what? Fit some sponsor in there. Mm. It's it's a it's sad, but like, I I still think the rule of thumb: if you need, like, if you call it the Well Child Cheltenham Gold Cup, who who did that? Or and the, the Magners or the whatever. Yeah. Um, 
now obviously Welch all going for a good cause there of course I, oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Real one back in <laughs> <laughs> quick before I get cancelled um, oh no what's I'll, happened to Steve Steve's gone again I'll um I'll jump back into the into Turles now um I, I actually do would agree with Deck. I think Battle Over Diamond will run a really nice race and he probably will be a decent price um, it will be in the back of your head though that him and Envoy Allen like it was a proper tussle that they had and they both they were two tired horses when they finished um he's had about a month to recover from that or four weeks um so it is worth noting that if that run could be in the back of your head daily tiger kind of flashed schoolyard bully tendencies when he i think he won a handicap then was out of the what out with the washington graded company then won the dan moore uh so he he probably does prefer handicap company he's been mixing it in graded company since then he came back and won a conditions hurdle he, he does like those weaker um weaker targets and he might get found out again here in graded company sizing potsy um jesse harrington was very very um adamant that this horse wants this trip uh, he ran no sort of race over two miles and obviously we've touched on that already if if he wants to be competitive, he'd want to improve significantly for this step up and trip. Whether I think he'll improve to the point where he'll be, you know, with place claims, is it's probably un, unlikely. Mm. Um, Sam Crow, who who Declan is just ever since this thing came out of the womb, he's he's just <laughs> hated this horse, <laughs> which which is quite funny. Um, but. It's again the the video of him schooling in the in the cross country grounds. It it, it just did make you raise raise the eyebrow. Um, that made my January. Yeah, I I do agree. I don't think Alaho's going to run. Fakir Dudare would probably be a short price favorite here. He'd probably be yeah. flirting with your. I'd say he'd be six to five, maybe five to four. Mm. You know, his rating of one sixty five. Has him well clear. He could even be a shade of odds on, to be honest, if you forgive him. Uh, his run to John Durkin. Which wasn't even really that bad. He finished fourth, beating eight lengths by Alaho. Um, mm. like he, he probably should be an odds on odds on shot here. Um, you might get even money five to four, six to five. I, I think he'd be around that price. Franco de Port is still quite interesting. He's a horse I, I still quite like. He he ran no sort of race over three miles. I'd always be happy to forgive a horse one one bad run. Um, he's two sevens beside his name, but the but the seven in the John Durkin, um. He ran a race a lot better than the form suggests, uh, but I'd agree with Deck here. I think um, Battle Over Diane might be might be the value uh, value here, especially if the ground is um, yielding or better. I know Declan said that that's made his January, but the only thing that's made Declan's January is two things: sparkling water is one of them, and the other one is this man, Anthony Kenny. Thanks for thanks for commenting, Anthony. We called it out. You've commented. Thanks, Anthony. Great to meet Declan. Yes, don't worry, Tony. I have already. It, it'll be on oh. the for the that's the tattoo. That's the the one um Tony recommended. So <laughs> it'll be on the pod for the Dublin Racing Festival. Probably back. Two more pods, is it? Yeah, two more yeah, pods. Yeah. I can't wait. Two more pods. They're counting them down. And there's another comment there for um uh, for Anna, all about how we remember the race. The Fred Winter will always be the Fred Winter. I still call the Master Juicen. Oh. The real doll is the Miller novice. Yeah, definitely. Do we have another quiz night? We'll no, no quiz Google, night. no Google, right? No so Google. The, the Ballymore, or the Ballymore, yeah, the Ballymore novices hurdle, right? 
what is that anybody in the comments what is that registered as right comments guys now sun alliance yeah if you go back to the 1970s that night sun alliance had the that and the rsa oh you know Okay, we'll, see, we'll see if someone I, I'm, I'm probably going to accuse people of Google if they do get the answer right but I'll, I'll leave you as, I'll leave you still we'll come back to it in a few minutes but if you, if you want to jump onto Lingfield oh, well, let's oh, go to we're only looking at it the other day well let's let's just go to the, uh, Stephen do you want to say anything oh, about this the bearing Bingham the bearing Bingham there we go I was going to just ask the buzz when I thought was any chance the will go for the gold cap um, well, he probably won't get the trip, but I, I'd like to see it because he probably won't be Alaho in last year's form. Yeah, just that run when he sort of he chased the lead in it for a long time, and places sort of come back. And we all know where he also runs where some of them come out, but it's just an afterthought, really. Um, obviously, Beck never talks about Batman playing, he just did a glint in his eye, he'd take a bullet for that thing, wouldn't he? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's great, isn't it? Like I say, it's just obviously never, never done what you probably expected, but yeah, he's still sort of like, you keep your eye out for him, don't you? But yeah, the fact that is, if Alaho doesn't run, it should be a, should be a penalty, sh penalty shot, shouldn't it? But I just wonder whether he, like I say, because he can't, the chance he can't be Alaho at two and a half, probably hasn't got the speed at two despite being second in an arco, but it's just an option, isn't it? Whether to just go for it. You might need to put a few quid in the meter there. Yeah, sounded a bit robotic yeah. there, Stephen. Oh, he's there. Hang on. No, stay. You there? Go, stay. Can you imagine, like, all year, Alho mopping up these two and a half mile races and everyone just willing them to win the Gold Cup and I'm failing? And then we go again next year. And he wins all these races, and then we're like, you know, he's gonna do it this year, he's gonna do it this year, and we're willing him, willing him to win the Gold Cup, and he just can't get there. And then on his fourth attempt, he wins the Gold Cup. Those days are gone now because of the Ryanair. No. Well, look at one man, um, one man, uh, Gordon Richards back in the day, kept trying to win the Gold Cup, they won so many, um, King yeah. Julius. Pete Marsh, I think, at one point. But he did, yeah. And then he came back and won the... Come back on the champion chase and unfortunately died at injury with a fatal fall, but... Which was bloody brutal. I remember the day like it was yesterday, the whole course was just in, like, shock, but... Because he was the next big grey after Desi, wasn't he? Mm. Right, move on, Chris, before I cut out. <laughs> I, I, could, I could hear the robot voice, sir, again. It was coming back, Stephen. Uh, so selections for that. Fakir is going to be short, but um, De Declan's about to. Well, he's going to take a bullet for one the battler for me. Yeah, the battler, the battler. Um, right, let's move on to the fleur de lis. Don't don't say it because that is how you say fleur de lis. Fleur de lis. Do you know what fleur de lis is? Chris? Well, I I was trying to say it. I've just got a bit of a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really. I'm just trying to get away with it. Well, Fakir did a reason two five to two here, but we now know that he's not going to run here. Um, so Jeffrey's a big drifter, so I guess that probably tells yeah. us a little bit. But Dashel Drasher is four to one with Fanny and Deftravals also in here at fours, but he's unlikely to run here. Bristol Demay do will run here at fives. Itchy Feast is at eights. Waiting patiently. We might as well not even look at the betting really because it's all going to change, isn't it? A lot of them are not going to run here. Um, 
But do you want to start, Andy, maybe with itchy feet? Good old itchy feet. They still haven't risen him to the trip that he needs <laughs> or the type of race that he needs. Um, I I think if, if I saw this horse in the ultimate, I think he'd be really interesting. Um, this is I a horse you'd take a bullet for, actually. I, 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 would, I, I don't back him, but I, I want to back him when his conditions are right and he needs a pace quick enough so he doesn't Think Cuba about Bobber, stop saying that because there's people listening. You tell you lump on this thing every time you run. <laughs> you, this is yeah. a bullet hole for you. I don't. I, I like this sort. I never. I didn't back him. Actually, I know. I actually I think I did actually back him in the old row and actually. Oh, anyway, um, look, this, this is a horse that needs a pace. He, he, you don't want him thinking about his job. And they keep running them in conditions races, small fields where, oh, here's a fence. I wonder what I'm going to do with this. Maybe I should do, maybe I should have made it long. Maybe I should have made it short. Oh, shite. Here it is right in front of me. Bang. And then he hits the fence. And then he tries to throw the towel in. And then he stays on in the last two furlongs and runs an eye-catching race. It's just what he does. But if he was to have maybe an end-to-end three-mile gallop, I think he'll stay the trip absolutely no problem whatsoever. Um, He was third in a Supreme, won by Classical Dream who was a stayer. Second was Thomas Darby, who was a stayer. He was staying on into third. What do you think Itchy Feet is? Itchy Feet's a stayer. He hasn't tried three miles yet. It's about time that he eventually does. This is essentially this is essentially a grade two, which can't be called a grade two because it's the first rate. It's, it's basically the first time this race has been run, so it can't be given graded status. It probably will be in like two or three years' time. Mm-hmm. Um, seventy-eight thousand pounds to the winner. I really hope it gets a good field because Linkfield, they do deserve this. If they've taken the the balls to kind of put a, a January showpiece on, they deserve the horses to show up, and I, they deserve a good field. And mm-hmm. it does look like they are going to get a competitive field, which is great news. Um, yeah. I I think Itchy Feet will be quite interesting. Getting the, you know, get. Going up to three miles, I I feel like he'd be um he'd be quite tough to beat actually when he eventually does try three miles, especially in handicap company. With that said, I don't think today is going to be or well, I don't think Sunday is going to be his day. Uh, Dashiell Drasher is double entered. I believe he has an entry in um the conditions hurdle as well, which I don't think is worth as much. I think it's on the it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow actually? Could it be the Friday? If he's entered, if he's declared in that, well, then he won't run. It could be on a Sunday, but... He's the both on the Sunday. Oh, they're both on the Sunday. Okay, yeah. so the connections have have an option there, which is which is fair enough. Um, Master Tommy Tucker's probably eyeing up that fourth last good and proper now. He hasn't actually fell on it in a while. Um, the rest of them here, uh, like Bristol the Moy has to kind of like he's been around since he was a juvenile he was he, he was placing a triumph hurdle back in the day um so he kind of has to show that he's still as good as he once yeah. was and he's deserting um, head up to go to lingfield yes yeah, it's a similar enough track though um yeah. like gary moore gary oh, moore is, described is this, is this not a really stiff test around um it's it's quite flat though that's not really like Gary Moore described it's it is, tight, yeah, it's, it's not tight. as tight. No, it's, it's definitely not as tight, but it, Gary Moore described it well. And um, you're never meeting up a, a fence downhill. It's a very, very fair track. You're jumping. You're always jumping on a level on a level field. And um, he put it quite well. It's his local track. 
Um, with that said, though, it, Lord Lord of Manil is probably not going to run remastered. Fanny and Destreval, they all have entries elsewhere. Uh, Lieutenant Rocco, another one very, very interesting. If he does run, Tom Scudamore is jocked up. Um, this lad has had more stables than Beck the Hem because the owner's mad. Um, he's He's been around about 100 different stables at this stage. Um, Harriet Brown now has him. An interesting run would set him up nicely for a handicap. 143 is probably like his form of Foss last that he, he won in Blood as Fashion. It didn't really work out, but he's only turned seven. You would assume that there's a lot of progression there to come. Sam Brown has turned 10. A little bit hard to train in the last few years. He wouldn't really be for me. Two for gold was good last time out. He could definitely um he could definitely be a contender here. And then waiting patiently. Again, two pulled ups in his last run. Has it all to prove now as an eleven year old. Uh, so with that said, the one I would be with here personally would probably be Dash Dashel Drasher if they do take up the entry. Um he's a horse that's in form, holding his form well, hold, uh, likes deep ground, likes this time of year. Um Two miles six will obviously be a few furlongs quicker. There are a few furlongs further than than what he's used to. He should be fine with it. Um, he's probably the most trustworthy horse to have here, and he would be the one that, assuming that he doesn't take the hurdles route, um, mm. he'd be the one I, I'd be with here. Um, that's old Drasher for me, Chris. Thanks, Andy. Steve? Uh, well, first look at this, I thought it was a, I thought it was a veteran chase. That's <laughs> first first <laughs> I don't know. I'll bristle bit my left hand here. Whether he's slightly a bit on the, on the sharp side, I don't know. But obviously, he's, got, he's coming up from a pulled up in the Betfair and a pulled up in the National, but he's definitely become a Woolworths. Um, was he 11 to 4 in that caption I showed you earlier? Uh, was he a favourite? Or... Uh, no. I think I said it. Um, you, prob you probably did, yeah. I think he was 11 to 4 in favourite, but. I don't know. It's hard to back also. We've got two pulled ups against them. But mm. Itchy feet. Unless they're trained by Williams. Yeah. Itchy feet. I'm just thinking back to that Imperial Aura race at Andy Ascot about three years ago when he was not completely out paced and flew over. But they've still not done nothing about it, have they? They're just still fucking around. Do you, know, do, you, do you know what horse he reminds me of? Actually, uh, come to think of it, there was a horse that didn't try three miles until he was he ran in a veterans chase um oh my god actually oh stay keep talking I'll, I'll tell you what horse that was now in a minute because i've actually completely forgotten what his name was but yeah he's sort of he's a bit like waiting patient they just don't know what to do with him you know what i mean waiting patient he obviously chose out in the last couple of years he's been second in a single creek second in a king george like the year he was at his best he was sort of campaigned at two and a half and they decided that year to stay away from Cheltenham because i didn't want to hinder his his progression it was just it was a case of he probably should have struck struck when the iron's hot but i don't know um national treasure he's sort of been campaigning mainly around ascot last year and a half hasn't he and they won newbury last time he probably most bomb proof but i'm gonna give one more chance to bristle with my purely because the ground's heavy there's a slight concern that done the frame it'd probably be a slight negative but this is just karma waters for him. I just think um, getting a getting a river mare and um, probably pick up a dash of late. Thanks very much, Stephen. And we're going to come to Declan for the final bit of the night. Come on, Deck. 
Oh, you think that Linfield wrong, lads? This is stiffer than Haydock. Haydock. I would say it's definitely stiffer than Haydock. It's a shorter straight for sure. For me, it is stiffer than Haydock. Haydock's a park horse. Like, this is... This is probably more like an Irish race horse. Like, and I'm the air the meeting on. A lot of the premier tracks in Britain are, are a bit boring, aren't they? Like, Haydock, Newbury, they're just boring to watch. Like, aren't they? They're long straights. Fuck all happening. Like, <laughs> you know, they're a bit, they're just, you know, they're a bit old fashioned, aren't they? Like, and I think I, I'm really looking forward to, to watching this and um, the meeting over the weekend. I can't believe they put the all-weather card on the Saturday when there's there's oh, racing on terrestrial TV. I do not know what's going on there. Like, yeah. even when you Brits get something right, you've managed to fuck it up. Like, how did you <laughs> put the all-weather card on the Saturday? Like, this is ridiculous. He's so Look, good, Nicholas. That's so true. Anyway, Bristol the May. He pulled up the last fight. It looks like Father Time might have eventually caught up for him. He, you know, brilliant around Haydock. Must have been a pleasure to own. But, you know, one of those pulled up was in the Grand National, to be fair. And, you know, oh. if you're not enjoying that, you're not enjoying that. There's nothing you can do about it. If you're not if you're not up there with them and jumping around for fun, mm. there's a good chance you're going to be pulled up. But I suppose the fact he was pulled up at Haydock then, a place that, you know, he was Lots. at least a stone better than anywhere else, was probably a telling sign that, um, yeah. you know, he, he's definitely on the downgrade now. Um, Dashiell Drasher, he performs quite well at Ascot. He's won grade once there. He's knocking on the door of being a graded horse. And, you know, he, he was improving last season. And I think he's the most likely um, to, to be winning here. He he is the one. He is the one I fancy to, to win this. Uh, Master Tommy Tucker, like he was behind Ashley Drasher, and, and you know, but then he was ahead of him in the 1965 chase. Um, I, I, you just can't trust him. <laughs> Another nutcase. He should run at Torres. We're all out there on others. That you know, that would be <laughs> enjoyable. Um, fullback one uh, that he won a handicap the last day at Shetland. He shouldn't be good enough to be winning this. Itchy fee, Andy's Andy's covered him. You know, he flatters to deceive for me. Look, Andy's covered him. He's not a selection for me. Lieutenant Rocco, Andy mentioned it. He should be going in a handicap now, not after this. Don't mess up your handicap mark. Oh, you, do the, you do the Irish thing. You get beat about a dozen lengths and say nothing and then rock up in a handicap. You, get, you, get, you get fit here. He won't be dropped. Don't give Declan though. ideas for his key no, he, won't, he won't be dropped with a strip fitter. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, but yeah, handicapping is 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 definitely. Yeah, you have to, you have to, yeah. You know, favorite um, for the last year, wasn't he? For, the week like, before. We don't know. There's not not how to make money over there. Again, no, nope, we don't. Punt the years off him. Absolutely, punt the years <laughs> off. Um, yeah, look, he's one. I'd certainly watch him. Oh, yeah, he he should be running in a handicap soon. probably mm. quite running a handicap now, and you might get dropped. Um, two for gold. He won on a seasonable on a seasonal debut at Doncaster. He's some decent form next year, and he's one who could run a big race here. <laughs> Wait impatiently. He's yet to finish a race for Christian Williams. Um, <laughs> the, the horse has just never been campaigned for one race, has he? It's been like 
two miles. No, three miles. Oh, maybe two and a half. No, we go no. back to two miles with him. The poor horse doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what trip he's running at next week. Um, look, it's it's delighted to see this meeting, and uh, I'd like to see it get bigger and bigger. It will. I, yeah. I hope it does. I hope it does. I can't imagine the the bar of Newbury's and that you know and the Haydocks are 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 that happy with it. Are they? We were discussing Andy. They're all they're all with two different people. They're two they? different. Yeah. Um. This was a blindside attack and they were dead right there was a gap in the market especially the yeah. english racing um and with with obviously the dublin racing festival taking the two leopard sound meetings changed them to february um leopard sound blindsided newbury and then lingfield are after kind of coming in here and um, yeah. yeah no they're, they're absolutely dead right and it's it's a good incentive and they've really good prize money and they deserve really good fields and this this should be a good field yeah definitely definitely and you know I was hoping Abel Bottom might have turned up here because he probably would have got that cut he wants in the ground or that Willie wants. Um, and hopefully in years to come, we will see a better grade of horse turning up in this race. You will. But, yeah, looking forward to it. Just, you know, the, the all-weather card should be on the Friday. You have an all-weather card, great. It shouldn't actually be on. It's 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 January. <laughs> it shouldn't be part of this meeting, really. Um, You know, but obviously it's all about... You know, it's all about the bookies, isn't it? British racing. You know, <laughs> bookies are, it's all about the bookies. Disgraceful. You know, so yeah, look, great to see you. It's Dashel Drasher for me. Dashel Drasher deck. Andrew, your selection? Yeah, Dashel Drasher. And Steve? Mm, Bristol, despite he's starting to look like a bit of a late river profile. Last chance. Yeah. Right, that brings us on to the final bit of the show, lads. Weekend bets. Um, only one from me. You might as well start with me because it's in the race straight after um, the Fleur de Lis. Um, I said that right now, Declan. There you go. It's the Surrey National. And Gary Moore's got one in here. I really do hope that the horse takes its chance. It's moved the chains. Um, you remember he moved from Paul um, Paul Cashman. He's um, Paul Cashman's at, yeah, Ireland, isn't it? Yeah, Paul it's Ratbury Stud. That's where uh, that's where Lemon Rock stays, actually. Uh, Tommy, Tommy oh. probably jump in the cl- He's actually a good friend of, of Tommy's, Paul Cashman. Oh, there you go. Come on, yeah, Tommy. Probably, you probably speak there now about it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, this horse moved the chains. You know, he went to Christian Williams and s- something didn't go right there. <laughs> well, there's another horse that <laughs> gone to Christian Williams and not one. Um, but then he, he's moved to Gary Moore and he's, three, he's, he's now three from four for Gary Moore. Um, he ran, he absolutely hacked up off a mark of 100 last time. He has to run off 117 in this, but this Surrey National, he looks a, an out-and-out stayer, this horse. Um, the, the only question mark is the ground, but he, I think he will, he should handle it. He's got he's got a nice, you know, action for the ground, but he still looks way ahead of the handicapper. And it is a competitive race. It is a Surrey National, but he's 11-2 right now, and I just hope he takes, I hope he takes his chance there. Uh, move the chains there in that race. That's the only one for me this weekend. Let's come to you, Andrew. Any from from you? Um, yeah, I'm actually gonna, I'm going to do a little tricksy. Um, I do. I really fancy Palmer's Hill. Um, in the handicap chase, which we already covered. I cannot believe I'm going to say this because um, I <laughs> I I said I'd stop backing this horse. No. It's not, itchy feet. it's not itchy feet. I should. I said Dashel Drash should win the bleeding race. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, know, you just can't help yourself. 
I probably will. I'll probably say I'll probably, I'll probably say nothing. I'll slip onto my phone after they jump the first and just be like, oh, oh uh, no. Um, it's actually it's a it's a horse that's worse than that. It's a, he's running the one forty at Navin on Saturday in the handicap hurdle, two and a half miles. It's Palace Rock. No, Go, going up to two and a half miles. They usually can't help themselves. They usually punt the ears off this lad. Yeah. Um, but I do think t- um, I think two and a half miles are really suit them. And I think the fourth behind Brides Hill, who I fancy for the Mare's Novice, who is, I, I said last week, um, and a few other things. Um, mm. I, I think the right horse is finished behind Brides Hill as well. Uh, there is a surprise package and Get My Drift. I, I think both of them will run really well in the Ladbrook in two weeks' time in, in um, the two-mile handicap hurdle at the Dublin Racing Festival. Uh, Brides Hill could go there, or she could go to the, the Mare's uh, handicap hurdle on the Sunday. Um, I think that's strong form. He wasn't penalised for it, obviously, because Bride's Hill absolutely eviscerated him. Um, but the step up and trip will really suit him. They'll probably back him again because they can't help themselves. They're like me, <laughs> so that they, they, they'll um, I I'd say you I'd say he'll be near favour. But I've he'll got be price really... at the minute. There is a price on that, Andrew. What is he? Well, William Hill are offering at the minute thirteen to two. 13 to 2. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I, I, I say they're taking no chances. Um, going up and trip, uh, Francis Casey loves this horse. Um, and I think he's still grown into his frame. He's gotten good experience. The only thing I'd be worried about is he can travel very keenly. But he did settle better at Leopard Sound last time out. And he's still a young horse. So I'm, I'm hoping that he's a learning on the job. And he should go quite well here. Uh, the other horse I'm going to mention, it's probably actually from Tommy's book. To be honest with you, is, is Sunday a Thurless uh, five past two race, Aaron's Day for um, Oliver McKiernan. The, um, this horse is actually famous for the most partial start in the history of horse racing last year. Yeah, where he basically got left by about half a furlong at the start and then finished second and went up four pounds for it, but he had such a hard race and this kind of goes back to an argument where when a horse has a hard race it can nearly mess especially on the reappearance it can nearly mess up their whole season um, and that's kind of I think what happened to Aaron's day last year um, it was he had a really really hard race and he just never really recovered from it um, he ran respectable without winning especially at Nice two starts later um, but he just he struggled after that after that really really hard race at Nice, he came back with a with a nice run over two mile three at Punchestown, and um, he finished fourth, uh, beating about a dozen lengths or so. But it, it was a nice run. Uh, the better ground at Turles should suit him. Uh, the drop back and trip should suit him. Um, and it was a much nicer comeback run than he had last year. So I think he'd be able to resume his progression. Um, and connections, obviously, well, connections, Oliver McKiernan himself, really, he's the connections, isn't he? Uh, he owns, he trains, he runs. Um, but they haven't gone chasing with him. So I still think there must be damage to be done off his hurdles, Mark. He'll probably go chasing in the summer. He probably isn't a Scopius to go chasing anyway. Um, but I think he'll resume his progression at Thurless, and I think he's a really, really good chance on the Sunday, should he be declared. Uh, so for me, it would be, um, as I said, the... Um, uh, uh, the horse at Asco, um, I can't, his, his name has actually just escaped me, even though I just mentioned it. Um, Palace Rock, Palmer's Hill at Asco, Palace Rock at Navin, 
um, and Aaron's day at Turles. Thanks very much, Andy. Three nice selections there. Let's go to Stephen next. Uh, I don't really price on Sunday, but um, I like shaking up Harry in the novices' chase on Sunday. Uh, my own opinion is Warlord will probably be favourite. He run behind Edward Stone in the Henry the Second stakes. Back to the Tingle Creek venue, but shaking up Harry was uh, it was a good novice early. He was second at Meteor in the the Tolworth last year. Then running the Betfair where he was. I thought he was too far off the pace and he sort of run midfield, but he was unseated on his first run and he jumped pretty well and he bolted up at Haydock. But I think the heavy ground is going to be a real key to him. And I think I don't think he'll be favourite either. And uh and in the following race about brewing up a storm, um I just think he's been reju- rejuvenated since he's gone back to Hurdle and he bolted up earlier in the year. Uh he fell last time, but this is much more his cup of tea. Oh, she's like ghost yeah. and, uh, He's got snowballs in there. Snowball. Will he come over? Uh, I'd say he will. Absolutely. Uh, he's going to get his testing ground. He's going to get a trip that really suits him and he's going to get a nice pot. I'd say he absolutely will come over. Yeah. Bring up some of the beam. Stays growing up up some hype there, is he? (laughs) See, you might be a little, I think you might be a little disappointed because I think that Shaker McParry has also entered at Haydock on Saturday and he's currently priced up and jocked up. So he might not run on the Sunday, but yeah. Three to one at Haydock and he's won there before, so he has got to take on um, decent rival. Yeah, yeah. Good novice, that one. Looks a good novice. Papa Chango Charlie in that as well. Um, thanks, State. That's all yours, buddy, yeah? Yeah, that's me, mate. And Declan, let's come to you, bud. He was far, but I rattled him quickly. No, no. <laughs> yeah. You're doing an Equatorial Guinea in this weekend, is it? Do it slow. Do it slow. Nice and slow. Nice and slow. Look, I, I have to mention this horse. Um, he's an owner's group horse, and my son has a share in him. And uh, he's probably their most prolific horse. Uh, he's trained by Paul Nichols, Calvados. He's the heart of a lion. He's only a little fella. And look, he'd run through a brick wall for you. He he wants some cut and a trip, and he's he's getting that tomorrow. He's about five to two. Um, is that is that is that not the race you were talking about, today, Is it? No, 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 no. It's no. Not. No, because Clavard always wins it. Oh, is, that uh, a, is that a market raisin? That's a Lingfield. Lingfield. Three miles. He's going for the winter million. Oh, George yes. has a spend already. Two <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hot wheels there. There's, <laughs> there's Pokemon's bought all over the place. Um, the 1230 at market raisin, I, do you know what? I've I just glanced and he's been backed into odds on, but he, he opened second favour earlier. I did mention him to his. <laughs> um, the last day ran Captain Broomfield he won a point to point at Drummahan Drummahan's getting great airtime tonight um, <laughs> for Paddy the Plumber who has won in Britain he got loose before the race at Haydock and I think he he done about four laps but he ran an absolute cracker and and uh, he almost won the race but can you imagine if, if he didn't do the, the five or six laps at Haydock <laughs> he would yeah. definitely have won it you um, just tipped an odds, aren't you? I look when I wrote. And look, Stephen's not there to give it him. Uh, your lucky stay is gone. 
he was about five to two at the time of writing. Okay, when I jotted down these notes. Um Ascot on Saturday. Hang on, just before you move on from that deck, that the horse that's going up against Captain Brew for that Barony Legends, that horse brings in that Donny Boy form because that's the one that was beating the drama in point to point. Yeah, but they've beaten nothing. Whereas this fella fella done ten laps of Haylock and, and nearly won. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and and he's beaten for, for Paddy the Plumber who has won also. I suppose that there's yeah. a good match, isn't it? But there's, there's plenty of money coming for Captain Brownfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the mayor's hurdle at Ascot horse I followed for a long, long time. Another one with the heart of a lion. She front runs a lot. Western victory. She's moved to Emma Lavelle. Um, now I know Willie sent over my sister Sarah, who's won at Kempton. But I love this horse, you know, she's she's so honest, she's honest as the day is long, and she definitely has the beatings of my sister Sarah. Um she's she's moved from the balls over to to Britain now and you know, mm. freshened up. I, I think she'll win races in Britain because it's definitely going to be easier for her. But I suppose mm. look, you turn up in your first race in Britain and, and Willie sends one over. But um she does have the beatings of, of my sister Sarah. A really, really likeable horse. Now the real one. The real tip, um, the, the three twenty five at Navin. Now, I I hope I hope this doesn't clash with the Clarence House because I don't want any split screens for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, full diligence. He's set on well in all his chases, and he steps up the three miles here. He's one over hurdles off one oh four. He's in off ninety seven here. So it, you know, as Andy said earlier. The, the Dempseys are having a good year. Um and and Luke's kind of fell out of fashion a, a little bit, but I think he's a really, really good jockey. And you know, hopefully he, he starts getting used a bit more because he does deserve to be. It's sometimes unfortunately jockeys do go out of fashion, but there's no reason why this lad should be. Um and I and I hope they, they've had a good run of and I hope it continues tomorrow. A lot of these in the race have never won a race. Some of them have won off higher chase marks than they're running off on Saturday, Paul. They're, they're bang out form. It's all letters in their recent form. The danger is probably be going to be the Cromwell horse routine excellence. Um, he, he went from bumpers to chasing. Now, he came back and won a maiden hurdle and he beat the Liz Doyle horse, Sal Menino. Uh, Sal Menino won at Punchestown. Um, on Monday, so you know, going back over fences, I don't know whether Ruth and Excellence has just learned to win, but mm. he, he, he'd probably be the favorite. Uh, Arlo, have you got the prices there, Chris? Have you with William Hill? Because no, do not look, no, not for this one, mate. No, look, the, the, the step up and trip looks like um, Phil Dillinger is, is certainly going to be giving her a go, and as I said, he, he did win off. Um, off seven pound higher over hurdles. Thank so you very much. We'll probably do the, the treble and the three shorter ones and put all the winnings yeah. on the due diligence down and sorry. <laughs> what do you reckon the price is going to be for the food for food diligence? It's hard to know. I can see, he I can see. Like he's, he's 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 not going to be what I hope anyway. Like he's yeah. probably going to be six or seven to one, maybe. Yeah, he's 10 to one on the fifty. You might, you might get bigger because the last run was a bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, boys, that wraps it up. Stephen decided to leave us for the last bit of the show, but never mind. Uh, we, <laughs> we love you, Stephen. He's, he's there. You didn't give him any stick tonight. No, you didn't, did you? And he's yeah. shamey. 
it's a shame. And you're after tipping an odds on shot as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's his only chance. Shot. You know that, that, you know that, that better win that. now. You'll get a week suspension if that doesn't win it. That is being shared. Declan tips and odds on shot. That's a lot of leading title for this. Uh, right, well, thanks for joining me, lads. Uh, and we will see you all again next week. Take, Take it care, easy. Bye-bye. Good luck. Have a good Bye. one. Bye-bye.